<laughs> All right. It is uh, Midnight in the Bay podcast. I'm your host, Alex Woody. Yes, there is a bed behind me. Yes, there is a lamp behind me. And no, the bed is not used all the time. Okay? Yeah, I'm a, a sex maniac. Sex is actually gross. I'm actually asexual. I think sex is the most vile thing you could do to someone. That is so disgusting. They pee and poo out of those holes. How dare you? They eat food in that other hole. My favorite hole, because I like food. So, uh, never having sex again. Might become a priest, uh, but I haven't told the wife yet. So, we'll see how that goes. I'll let you guys know next week. It is episode 250. I do wish I weighed 250. This next guy... I don't even want to ask how much you weigh, but you're probably close to me. It's comic, it's um, jazz lover, Nick Mickelson. Give it up. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? Do you like jazz? Uh, you know, actually, I like all music, and I do like some jazz, yeah. And you look like you would stab a guy that was listening to jazz by you. No, I, I don't like bad jazz. I'll stab somebody for listening to pretentious, like, French jazz. I don't want to hear that shit. Right. Yeah. And, uh, good old school American jazz. And you just mentioned to me before we got started that Zoom keeps trying to blur out your microphone. It's not it, doing it so much now. Well, there we go. Yeah, it see, looks like, it looks like uh, I'm talking into a dick. It looks like Wesley Snipes is talking to you and he's standing on a chair. Yeah, I think I put a filter on the background on like a Facebook call once, like a week ago when I was fucking with the settings. And yeah. now every app I do a video call in, it's still applied. I don't know. But it's kind of cool, though. Like, you can't see that my curtain is actually a blanket. So. We got to do things like that to try to be professional. You know, I, I love how zooms like oh we'll come up with a setting called blur you won't be able to see anything in the back you still kind of you still kind of can you know what I mean? yeah you can still yeah yeah that looks like a blanket up there blurred it just looks like a blurry blanket no no it doesn't <laughs> it looks like blinds that are multicolored because i'm a very uh very sophisticated guy that likes colors in my blinds i did that i i put a blanket up during the time of uh my podcast because i didn't want the closet to show but now i've just given up the blanket always falls. People know I'm low budget. It's like high school friends that listen to this and they just want to see like when I'm going to have a mental breakdown. I so it was already happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I sound like I'm dying. I think I have monkey pox by the way. <laughs> no, I had a, dude, I had a cold. So, you know, people would be asking me at work tomorrow, what'd you do over Labor Day? Oh my God. We, we were at the lake. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking to those people that they don't even let you talk. They, they just jump into what they did before they even, they don't even give a shit. You know what I mean? They just want to talk right. about themselves. I'm going to be telling people, I was sick. I'm going to be like, oh, this guy's such a downer. Ugh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you do anything cool? No. No, I slept in today. Yeah. Yeah. I think I text the, the message to see if you want to do the podcast and you were answering and then you hit back like at two in the afternoon, like just woke up and I was like, I was jealous. Cause I remember those days, no family, you know what I mean? No kid, hey, daddy, wake up. None of that shit. Like you're just sleeping, 
You know, you yeah. give grandma some Valium early in the morning, she goes back to bed, and now you're sleeping again, right? Well, I mean, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I got to get up and be out of the house like by eight. <clears throat> but I just had a late night um, all weekend, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah, I slept in a lot. Um, still trying to wake up, so I just I got my beer right here, just waking up, you know. By the way, Nick is uh, a comedian. I don't know if I mentioned that in the beginning. People were looking at you like, who is this guy? I recognize him. I think he's a bouncer at the saloon I go to. <laughs> no, not a bouncer. Um, he's actually a porn star and a comedian. This guy, he rails Puerto Rican chicks in Miami. Tell him about it, Nick. Well, actually, I'm not a, an actual bouncer. I'm more of a, I'm a fan of bouncers. I'm like a bounce connoisseur. So I stand outside of bars and check IDs for the love of the game. Um, I usually work for You don't have the balls to be a bouncer. You're like, you're like a dude that like just hits open mics, but doesn't have the balls to do a show. You know what I mean? No, no. I have the balls to be a bouncer. I just don't have the criminal background that'll clear. Right. Yeah. So I usually just stand outside of bars and collect IDs and take money from strangers. And then I leave after about a half hour. So I don't get caught. Because you're like six, five, right? And six, two. Okay, that's close. Couple off. I mean, yeah. you're a big, big presence. You know, uh, I'm a what? Big, <laughs> big presence. I'm a big. Oh, <laughs> I thought you called me a big present. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sure. But you without are. without the plural sound, it, it changes the definition of that term. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm told that. I try to make myself smaller subconsciously, like I'm apologizing for my size. But uh, I, I, I got to stop doing that. When I drink, I don't oh, do it. You, as know, much. you know what? I feel you just being like kind of a big guy. I mean, I'm not tall. See, you got the tall, which is cool being like a, a fat dude, but tall, like a right. fat, tall dude is fucking cool. Like, I want to hang out with a fat, tall dude, a short, fat dude. I hate them. They're the worst, dude. They're so depressed and shit. And they're like, uh, they're like trolls. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, dude, tall, fat, and uh, guys that used to be fat and they're like skinny and they're like, oh my god, yeah, fat, being fat sucks, and like I changed my life, and they're like trying to convert you. It's like hanging out with religious people, right? Right. (laughs) I mean, you're definitely healthier if you're not fat. You're definitely, uh, you're gonna feel better. You're definitely more attractive. You're definitely more fuckable. You're definitely going to live longer. You're definitely more likable by the general population. You're definitely going to spend less money at clothing and furniture stores. You're definitely going to have an easier time getting health care. But like, who wants any of those things? Sounds like you've made a pros and cons list before. <laughs> yeah. Give me bacon or give me death. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know, dude. I I sometimes I beat myself up for being big, but then someone would, would like say something like this. I don't know if you ever get this. I'm sure you do because you're tall and fat. Get like uh, you, you're talking about like, oh, I heard someone just got robbed in this area, and then the other person goes, "I wouldn't rob you. You got like, you know, you're a big dude." Like when right. I hear that, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. Like I do have big shoulders. Like yeah, no one is fucking with me. There's some. Pro- I thought people didn't rob me because I wear so- like socks with holes in them, and I just I scream. I don't have any money. Right, right, right. I mean, just there's pros and cons. Like I'll say this, dude. If like fat fat saved my life, being fat mm. saved my life. I did heroin 
Remember when people got into the fidget spinners? Yeah. Well, I got into heroin. <laughs> okay. Remember fidget spinners were cool for a month? I got into heroin yeah. for a month. When, when heroin was like the number one seller on Amazon? Yeah, okay. No fentanyl, right? And uh, people doing the fidget spinners, I'm doing heroin and the fidget spinners. Look at me now. But I was sick of shooting up. It's painful. It, it hurts. It's hard to find a vein when you're a big guy. And I'm sitting in the DMV parking lot. It's kind of depressing that I was hanging out in the DMV parking lot. I didn't even have an appointment or anything, you know. And I you didn't even have a car. <laughs> I can't even find a vein because yeah. I'm just a big guy. Like every nurse has told me, you got deep veins. Like just tell me I'm fat lady. You know what I mean? So this whole time I thought I had some like really special like veinature. You yeah, mean to tell right, me you're shattering right. that image right now, and I just realized I'm just too fat to find a vein. Yeah, sorry, I'm breaking it to you, Nick. You don't have bro. That's what I thought, but they're like, no, no, your veins. I'm like, oh yeah, I must yeah. fuck. I have some really elusive veins. I'm just saying, fat see my life. I I put the needle down. I said, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm gonna snort pills instead. That's way easier. <laughs> so it's it's funny because and I'm I don't want to I don't want to rag too much on this because I feel like it's too easy. Uh, and I'm sure you get it all the time. I'm sure, especially since whenever you became a comic, I'm sure you get this all the time. But your look, your voice. Um, you do have like an off-brand Tom Segura thing going on, and I'm sure you get it all the time. I get it. I get it at a okay. Before you say anything, I get fucking Silent Bob all day long. Okay, I get it all the time. And the hat doesn't help with the hair and the beard. I get it. The reason I bring up the Segura thing though is because you said fat saved your life, and you have a drug story, and it's so funny because after I was already thinking that, that immediately makes me think of Segura's overdose, and he was his doctor's like, yeah, if you weren't so fucking fat, you'd be dead. <laughs> There you go. Wow, that's yeah. weird. That's parallel because I haven't even heard that story. Yeah, no, it was. I think it was on This Is Not Happening like 10 years ago or something. It's a good story. You like that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. I know I've thought about like, you know, Instagramming them like, hey, I get that I look like you all the time, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that look like him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's maybe. It's I weird. think most people do, are trying. It's weird I do comedy. It kind of sucks though, dude. Because I'll even see comedians like, I haven't seen for a while that won't book me. Oh, see, you're going for the Segura look. No, I'm not. I'm just me. Because guess what, guy? I I actually shaved my face recently with a fucking razor to the thing. And I got multiple people, including people in my family, saying, oh, I like you better with facial hair. Yeah. Okay. So I have to have the beard, Tom Segura. Oh, guess what? When I don't shave my head and I have the receding hairline and the patches like someone fucked up gardening in the, the cornfield, I have to shave my head because people talk shit. They're like, oh, you look younger with a shaved head. All right, I'm shaving the head. Yeah, they're like, oh, you look like Segura fucking 11 years like, ago. Is that what well, you're going for? Like, but now I look like Segura because yeah, I you look I like modern Segura. Right. But I think I do have more of a thumb shaped head. Yeah. And uh, like Segura, he was in an Airheads commercial. I'm still mad at my mom. I'm still mad at my mom. You know what I mean? Why, for the guy she chose as your dad? No, no, no. It's not like my dad doesn't have a thumb head. Oh, my dad wow. has hair, but my dad has glasses. See, I have great vision. Like, yeah. I've actually got compliments on vision. Like, holy, how'd you see that? You know what I mean? I'm like, those are nipples. I can see nipples. I, I used to get those compliments. And then, like, two, three years ago, I noticed, like, like the world isn't in high definition as much as it used to be. And I'm like, man, the future really sucks. And then the last six months, I realized my eyes are just going out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're like an old guy that's like, yeah, the world sucks. Like, fuck these people. Fuck black people. Like, what the hell? And then you realize, like, oh, no, I'm just, like, a bigot. Like, I, I just yeah. I haven't, I haven't got with the times yet. Yeah, you're getting old, dude. Yeah, nothing you said right now is anything I disagree with. Dude, I'm getting old. I get that, too. Like, I, I wonder, I'm like, like, I can't eat the way I used to. I mean, I'm still eating bad, but, like, I can't eat the way I can drink the way I used to. And sometimes I go harder than pain. Dude, I had five beers and a half a pizza today. I'm going to die soon. Right. Yeah. You don't realize how old we're getting. That's my point. You know? It sucks, man. It really does. It really does. So well, that was a good podcast. Yeah. I, I want to thank you for coming on. It was great. I mean, someone once, someone once told me that like, I, I, you know, sometimes I just want people to be honest, but some, sometimes people don't want to be mean. And I had someone go like, Tell me, like, oh, your podcast should be like ten minutes long. I was like, <laughs> I was like, just tell me it's bad, dude. Just tell me I run out of steam, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I just started my own podcast, and uh, terrible, terrible decision. I don't know why anyone in the world would ever want to do a podcast. Uh, I like it. I like. It. I, I think it's a bad idea that I'm doing one, but uh, the first episode was like 32 minutes long, and I was like. I got to get this closer to 15. <laughs> so episode two was 20. And I think, I think around 20 to 23 is a good number for me. You know what? I kind of want my numbers to go up. So I want you to quit. Thank you, man. I appreciate I, that. I'm trying to get to five listens. And if you quit, I can get to that number. Uh, I know you got more than five listens. Don't lie to me. You already had 250 episodes. You probably get like a $10 check in the mail every month for this. Well, you know, I'll tell you what helps me keep doing the podcast. You know what you need to do? I have a guy that I went to high school with who's the producer of this show. He okay. does all the posting. I post on YouTube. So I see the YouTube numbers, which, oh my God, I want to talk about suicide. Um, but like he posts everything on the audio section. So like I don't get to see those numbers. He doesn't tell me about the numbers, but he does tell me off his website, I have the best amount of listens. Let me stop you right there. What's his name? Huh? What's his name? Paul. Paul. And does Paul listen back to the episodes? He used to. He doesn't anymore. <laughs> Just, I, I don't. I think he lies to you. Paul, what are the numbers and what are you hiding? Yeah. Well, I Release the numbers, Paul. Can I tell you the honest? You know how like we have that voice that like keeps us protected, like doesn't want our feelings hurt. And then we have like the real, like the true voice that like. When it speaks, there's feelings are getting hurt. It's the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. The truth is, I think Paul doesn't want to hurt my feelings. And I think he has a website he's trying to build with multiple podcasts on it. And I think if I actually find out the number, I'll leave. I'll quit. And he doesn't want that. But I know he stopped listening because he started having me do the write-ups. He used to do the write-ups for the episodes, which means he had to listen to them. And uh, <laughs> there was a couple of times where he didn't post a couple episodes because he was like, hey, man, I used to work with those people back in the day and you can't use those words. <laughs> you know." So like we, we had our little headbutts, but I think he kind of got he's a busy guy, too. But I think he kind of got sick of, you know, the show and stuff. I mean, 249 hours of listening to your friend. <laughs> I, I get it. Well, yeah. And some honestly, I did start with like. So my first or second episode, I OD'd on weed. I took a brownie with a friend 
and I had to stop the episode because I got too high. Wow. And you know those Kova bars? It's like yeah, 500 yeah. milligrams. Yeah, my buddy Grant, who played college football, was like, oh, split this with me. Split a 500 milligram brownie. What is that? I'm not good at math, but that's like two something, right? Yeah. So that's a lot, <laughs> you know? And then he has a picture of me. I'm just barfing into the toilet yelling for him. And anytime I'm with this guy, because if you're in a group, you're going to yell for the guy who's most savage. Like, I'm sure when you're in a group and someone's sick, they yell for you. Yeah, I think so. Because, like, dude, like, even a chick, too, like, you want someone, like, if I'm sick, like, I want someone who's, like, a man to rescue me. Like, I want, like, a, a big, like, beard. And my friend Grant's got, he's big, he's got a beard. And you have that feature. I like that. It might be, like, the old Viking side of me, like, oh, shit, I want, like, a Viking to help me. But, yeah, like, I've gotten sick, and that guy's been there. No, when I'm sick, I want, like, either to be alone or I want a really feminine person that I that I don't want to sleep with because if I want to sleep with them, then I don't want them to see me all fucked up. But I want, like, a really feminine, like, mother figure type woman to just come, like, stroke my hair, whisper no, in my no. ear, tell me everything's going to be okay, give me chicken soup and Gatorade, rub my tummy. I, I, I get that. I, I like an older woman to take care of me. Younger woman, I'm like, I got to be more manly. You know what I mean? I can't. Yeah, younger like, woman, I can't cry in the same room. Right, right. But you're right. The motherly, give me an old. Yeah, lady. motherly. She's like, let it out, let it out, <laughs> let it out, child. <laughs> I just. Hey, oh, so hey, they should have a service where you can call an old lady when you're sick to come make you soup and to come tell you that everything's going to be all right. I mean, I think an escort can technically do all those things. I know. You know what? I, I think I might do that next time I'm sick because when I had the cold this weekend, I was miserable. And I'm a baby when I'm sick. I'm telling you, you know, I didn't, I was trying to do my best, but my wife's like, you know, she was kind of telling me not to be a pussy. She's like, it's not, you're not going to die from this, are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, what you, man, you just, you pull up your phone next time. You just type in those numbers and you go, hi, front desk. Yeah. Can you uh, send me the oldest escort they have on file? And that's it. And my wife. And it's probably going to be cheaper. And and she's going to show up. Tell her to dress like a nanny. Exactly. You know, um, I'm going to tell her to be a guy, but dress up like a British lady, Miss Delphire. Hey, but um, I'm going to tell my wife. You know, sorry, I ordered a hooker. I mean, she's going to walk in. My wife's going to be pissed at first. At first. At first. And then she's going to realize, oh shit, he's helping me out by hiring this lady. To baby him, because I'm not gonna baby him. Mm -mm. I mean, younger women won't put up with it, okay? But no. older women will. And I, I think we just figured out that home, like nannies and maids, they're just hookers that don't sleep with you. They really are. Yeah, we they just really figured are. that out on the, right now. That's a, that's a new thing. And now, now we need to we need to corner the market. Yeah. Um, and they'll deal they'll deal with a lot. I had a maid actually growing up. My parents did, and she come like twice a month. Okay. We weren't super rich. I know that sounds rich, but she come twice a month and they can handle a lot. I remember one time, you know, she would have headphones on, so she couldn't really hear. And I remember I was sleeping and I, when I was a kid, dude, every kid's like this. Um, you'd have that morning wood, you yeah. know, you wake up with morning wood. And, uh, now my dick sleeps in with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and one time that maid opened the door and I was, it was, 
it was like, you know, 10 hut, you know what I mean? We're, ready, ready, war, yeah. you know what I mean? We're getting ready for war. It's coming when he wakes up, we got some war we're going to have to deal with. And I just remember like kind of waking up to hear her opening the door and also realizing I had that, but I kept my eyes shut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I just heard her like close the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is, this is, this, they got to put up with a lot. You know what I mean? I can't imagine being a hotel maid. Oh my God. The shit they've seen. The creep. I think, I think when I was like 10, a couple of times I had family walk in while I was sleeping and I'd woke up, but I'd like, wasn't fully awake and it was like that but i was a dumb kid growing up and i think i thought the blanket covered it so you can't really see it like it cancels it out yeah like that could be anything holding up the blanket <laughs> that, that was my right. mindset and haven't you had the hotel mains where like you forgot you, you want to sleep in so you forgot to put that <laughs> in the door and they'll just like do one knock like housekeeping and they'll just come in yeah they'll come in like, I feel like some of them, a lot of them are like creeps. They like want to see you naked. Like we're coming in housekeeping. Like, well, yeah. give me a couple knocks. I was digging a shit. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Hey, by the way, give me a sec. Hang on. I got to place an order real quick. Hang on. Hello? Hey, can I get another drink? Okay. Give me one, too. Give me one, too. Okay. Thanks, babe. I'll rub your feet. Uh, I promise. I'll rub your feet. She's pissed. She's you were trying to be a boss, and you couldn't You couldn't hold it in. You couldn't hold it in. I'm, on the, I'm sleeping on the couch for, like, two weeks now. That was... <laughs> She's probably gonna spit in it for sure, poison it. You know, you know what the weird thing? I think she, I'm. I didn't have a cold this weekend. I think I got poisoned because no one else in my family got sick. They're all okay. running around, and I'm like dying. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, yeah. Where were I, you at? I've just been here, but you know what? I did something. We've all done it. You want me to tell you I did something? I took a COVID test. I found out I didn't have COVID. I was just sick, right? I ended up going to a party yesterday, mm -hmm. but I've been sick. My nose is all fucked up, but I hit my friend up and I don't know if you have friends like this, but they told me not to be an FAG. And when someone says that, was it a fighter pilot? Right. 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 Are you like, sure? the, like the blue angels? Are we joking? <laughs> I don't what, what it was an FAG. <laughs> Oh, you mean a fag? I'm sorry. Were you trying to say fag on your podcast? That's not a good word. And honestly, if you're going to say things like fag, I'll, I'll fucking hang up right now. Yeah, well. So your friend said, don't be a fighter pilot. Right, right, right. Let's keep it that. I was going to say, we've had to get some words out just to try to get booked in San Francisco. Oh, I'm not, I'm not getting booked. <laughs> Whoever in the Bay Area is your, who watches your podcast, is, <laughs> they're texting their other friends later. They're going, don't ever fucking book Nick Michelson. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the whole gay population of the comedy scene watches this. No. That's fine with me. I fucking, I love people. I just don't like fucking people that are overly sensitive. I mean, if you're going to spell out a word, say it. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a child. I'm an adult. Well, I was talking about a pilot, so. Oh, okay, an effigy. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was talking about that. But I'm just saying, when someone calls me that, 
not that it's a bad thing, but kind of, I mean, it's, it's not a fucking nice word. <laughs> right. Right. When someone calls you a bundle of sticks, it's like, dude, I can't be a bundle of sticks. So I went out. I don't, I'm, 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 I don't mean to interrupt. I, <laughs> maybe this is just the deviant in me. And maybe I don't know what this, but I am so much more uncomfortable when people dance around words. <laughs> no, I know you probably lost respect for me for sure. I didn't lose respect for you. It's fine. You know, no, what I, mean? I, like, me, I, you're right. I should have just said it because I've said it. Because now you made it a thing. Now it's a thing. Right. Now it's a thing. Yeah. Fag. <laughs> That's good. Don't say it now. See, no. now you're saying it. Uh, earlier, the earlier your friend was saying it, and then I was clarifying what your friend was saying. So, if anything, you're the one going to hell. Yeah, well, you know, got a little chink in the uh, the armor. You know, we all do. You know, uh, that's not nice that you would bring up armor. I think my people have uh, done quite well wearing armor over the last thousand years, and I don't appreciate you bringing it up. Well. Oh, by the way, I had a Chinese, I have a Chinese, I still do have a Chinese friend. Didn't realize he was Chinese until like a year ago. Okay. Before you finish explaining that, I just realized, you know how different that sentence is? If you would have said the word I thought you were going to say instead of friend, which is person, it changes the entire dynamic of what you're trying to say. Well, he's a friend. No, 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 no. But if you would have said the word person, which is, I thought you were going to say, it changes the entire meaning of what you're going to say. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, yeah cause, like because if you say I have a Chinese friend, you wait for me to explain about my friend. But if someone says like like I have a I have a Chinese person, <laughs> now now it sounds very different. Yeah, you sound like a, you sound like you live in Modesto and you're one of the last slave owners. You know? What I mean? No, it just, it just sounds like you have you have stowaways in your attic, and I want to know what you're doing with them. Um, they're they make my clothes. See, that's not, I mean, you know what though? You can, you can call that slavery, but really I just said you're cornering the market. Why does Apple and Nike get all the people? Well, and let me ask you, wouldn't you treat, treat your slaves good? No, because I would never have slaves. Well, here's my thing. If I had slaves, I would treat them well where they didn't even feel like slaves. Okay. Here's how good of, here's how good I would treat these people. You ready? If someone gave me a gift of a, of a, a, fucking a truck of slaves i would go you're free immediately see right. see how that works mm -hmm. immediately that's what i do now if one stuck around it's like i really want a job i'd be like all right but here's the interesting part you'll say fag but we'll have slaves no i won't have slaves i think slavery is wrong but i mean i'll employ people for wages that aren't livable but let me ask you a question. capitalism baby but here's my thing You've heard all the slaves that had a bad upbringing, like a bad time. Talk about it. I want to hear from the slaves that had it good. Okay. Well, I think the point being made, it's not that, that look, everything that's ever anything, anything you could think of is all nothing's new under the sun, right? Everything's happened at least once somewhere. That's what I think the point is, is that people shouldn't own people. <laughs> I think that's the, broader message i don't care how you're treating people you shouldn't own anyone okay, it's kind of like ask you a uh, question nick let me ask you a question okay when you're married yeah the other person own you because they kind of do oh yeah your oh yeah no you own each other and it's right. uh i think uh what's his name fucking 
something rich michael richards when he played um kramer he said it best he he, he said these man-made prisons jerry that's what it is that's what yeah. that's all marriage is and family it's just man-made prisons Kramer said a lot of great things, especially in comedy clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's one why I thought I'd reference that. I, I thought we'd go full circle with that. That's probably one of my favorite sets. Now, ever. listen, if you said, do I think it's wrong to own white slaves? I would say if you are not white, get the fuck out of here. That's racist. But if you are white, then, you know, you're doing two things. One, you're helping you're helping these you're helping these whites see what their ancestors did. And two. You know, if I get to be the 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 person that owns them, then I'm kind of I'm doing my part, too, you know, because I'm going to make a lot of money. Well, that's what I'm for, Nick. I'm glad you said that. Like, I'm not for def- the uh, defunding the police. I'm for white people becoming slaves. Uh-huh. So we so we can understand what everyone's dealt with. You Here's what I, mean? I have to ask you. Why does everyone why is everyone so obsessed I mean, for the last couple of years with defunding the police, I think the police need to be more fun. And I am tired of hearing people say, make the police less fun. That's retarded. And I know you shouldn't say that word, but guess what I did? Because that's how I'm expressing myself, Alex. Yeah. Well, the police police should be more fun. We should have the police walk around with balloon animals and party streamers and cap guns instead of real guns. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, back in the day, cops were candy, candy handcuffs. Cops would go around to certain neighborhoods and they'd be the local cop and they let you hit the horn and the car yeah, and they'd, they'd, be a, they'd be a drunk and they'd hit their wife. And that's not cool, but they'd be fun around town. Well, you know what? We always get the wife's opinion. Let me get the cop's opinion. Maybe the wife's a beat. Okay. It's probably hard being a wife's. It's probably hard being a cop of a wife because the cops out all the time. I know it's hard being a, <laughs> being a cop of a wife. <laughs> I'm dyslexic, but you know what I mean? Um, I know it's tough being the wife of a comedian. You know what I mean? You, you do from firsthand experience. Oh, I hear it all the time. Yeah. You know, I bet. yeah, but, uh, well, I've done pretty well for being in comedy almost five years. There was only one night I did cocaine and one night I came home. I got four in the morning. That's pretty good. That's it. Only one night you've done both those things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You have a great track record, sir. Well, we're getting the older I get, the nerdier I get, the less risk I want to take when it comes to that. You know, my risk is eating Jack in a box at three in the morning, which I did last night. See, I do all that thing. I take all the risk. I'm not making it to 40. I mean, I might make it to 50 if I'm lucky and that's it. <clears throat> my life is over like way way past halfway at this point well i want to travel a little bit before i die so i, I would might, like to make it a goal of mine to not die i think i might get i, might, I think i might get some travel in and then maybe get back on the cocaine and drugs and that way you know what i mean it's like over like let's just die you know what i mean have fun See, i've heard that argument like why do heroin when you're young wait till you're like 80 or 90 and just fucking rock out for like the last couple of years you have but it's like no man at that that no at that point i want to have wisdom and insight that all the drugs over 20 30 years of use gave me you know yeah actually that's a big thing like i met this kid whose family runs old people homes and drug addiction's huge same with yeah, a lot of it's pharmaceuticals though same with STDs. 
No, yeah. they do. They do hardcore. Maybe the pharmaceutical lead to it, but they found a dude who ran away, and they found him on a bridge with a needle in his arm. By the way, I like well, the- it'll eventually lead to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Or maybe not. I don't know. What the fuck no, am I saying? That, that's what happened to me. But it also, does. but also, like it was the people you surround yourself with. You know. Um, yeah. It's always good to do drugs for a little bit, you know, and then get out of it if you can. Yeah. If you can. So, how old are you, Nick? In your 20s? Yeah, I'll be 30 in October. Oh, dude. Yeah, you're ch- Oh, shit. My life. This is high production. I want to just tell you that was my light guy just fell asleep. Hey, wake up, dude. Come on. Wake up. Yeah, you got to get your lighting guy back on the. Oh, yeah, you got to fire him. He's asleep. I got to fire this dude. What a loser. Chinese guy. Come on. I can't even hit him. You know what I mean? Stop Asian. Hey, I can't even get on this guy. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, remember I was talking about my friend. I just found out who's Asian. Yeah. Um, crazy. He looks white. <laughs> that was the whole story. <laughs> You're Asian? That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> okay, if you look at the statistical wish- odds of human beings, they're probably going to be Asian, statistically speaking. If anything, you should look at someone when they're white and go, oh, fucking crazy. Did we pull up a picture of him? I want you to tell me if, the, if you think this guy looks Asian. Hang on. All right. While um, you're doing that, I want to know, what's the smallest demographic still alive? Would it be like Native American? Uh, can you see my computer screen? I can. Open up your search history. Don't be a puss. Uh, I do everything on the phone, so we won't find anything. Well, <laughs> then pull up your phone search history. Don't be a puss. Well, I edit, I erase everything every time. I oh, you got secrets. Bye, dude. Bye. You got skeletons in the closet. Um... All right. This guy, by the way, he's a great, um, he's a great, uh, I should have known by his name, Anthony Liu. Liu is Chinese, but he's great at filming stuff. He's filmed uh, a couple of my sets. Does this guy look Asian? Yeah. How did, I, to me, he looks white. This no, guy no, is he, white for sure. Stop. Let me clarify. He is white. By definition, he is white. But obviously, he's not Caucasian. He's Asian. Like, look at his eyes. Right. Now, yeah, now, could he convince me? Maybe he's oh, look. Look, he's a little ambiguous. Sure. Yeah. If he was like, no, I just fucking I got like a, a vision thing and a stigma or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe he would convince me otherwise. But with the last name and the eye shape, I would have guessed Asian. I would have been a horrible detective. I didn't catch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't judge. Whatever. I mean, yeah. I like being- But no, I mean, he's definitely white. I mean, look at his, his skin tone. He's white, but he's Japanese, there's white Asians. Japanese didn't release a virus, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, whatever. But there's white Asians, you know? Japanese release. Like, that- there's like there's black Europeans, and I'm sure there's like, um, there's like Russians and shit that live in Mexico. There's Mormons that live in Mexico, you know? So... You know what's crazy? And this isn't what? even racist. Seeing like an Asian person with like a British accent. Uh that's weird to me. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think so. To me, it's like seeing an Asian, like an American kid that his family's Asian, so he he looks like them but sounds like us. Like that's to me, that's normal. But I don't know. I grew up in Stockton, man. So like we I think we have like one of the highest diverse cities in the nation. Like as far as oh really yeah look it up we are one of the highest in the nation in fact there was one year we were at the top 
of like one of the most uh, racially diverse uh, cities in the nation. So I don't know, dude, like I grew up around a lot of different friends and families and a lot of different like cultures and foods. Like this is just, this is all normal to me. I think that's why like I forget real racism is a real thing. And that's why I'm so prone to laugh at like, you know, people calling everything racist when certain things are clearly just people being stupid because well, we, I've, we joke about it. Right. Because we're not, racism we're not serious about it but yeah there is real <laughs> yeah, yeah is. but that's, a, that's the thing is that i think i i just i grew up in a place where the real stuff is so mild um as far as like like i'm sure behind closed doors there's a lot of shit that's fucked up but i mean publicly like community wise there's just like people here are just more focused on like how they're gonna eat and you know if they're going to fucking have a job in a week and if their car is going to run to get them to work, to get their kids to school, people are worried about real fucking problems here. And I think when people clock out like around Stockton, dude, we just want to fucking go home and fucking crack open a 40 with the fucking boys or barbecue or, you know, whatever with the family, you know, that's just what people do out here. I, um, you know what? Can I tell you what you just said? What I heard, you said people are blue collar. People work their No, not necessarily. No, 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 no. It makes sense because when you're busy working, you don't have time to go on Twitter. You don't have time to read news articles. And well, true. But then hold on. So there's another side of Stockton, too. I mean, we have University of the Pacifics here, UOP. Oh, okay. so, yeah, 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 yeah. So we have, you know, UO, UOPs here. And so, yeah, you do have this other side of things where there is this college kid mentality. Um you know, now I'm in college, so I, I see that aspect of it. But like when you go like downtown Stockton or you go in like the neighborhoods, that's not really what people are as concerned about. Well, my point is, is when you talk to people that have kids and they're busy working, providing for their families, they're right. not too concerned and worried if someone says a certain word or they do a certain. Well, not only that, they have a better sense of humor about it because they've seen real shit. Right. They've, they've, they know what it's like to miss a fucking meal. They know what it's like to now, lose a I, job I, for little to nothing of your own fault and not have I, income. I just want to make something clear. We do believe that there is racism out there, folks. We're not, we're not discounting that it's not real. No, I, 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 thought, I, I, thought, I, thought, no. I thought that's what we were saying, that it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I, again, I, like, like I, I, I'm, what, what I'm saying is like, I just, I grew up around so many different people that, okay, here's, here's something funny. When I go to towns that are like predominantly white, then I do feel weird because it doesn't feel like home to me. You know, when everyone looks like me, I'm like, well, this is fucking weird. You know, yeah. I think, so really I think that, that makes me uncomfortable a little bit. I think it goes to the fact to like jokes like people that are busy working and providing and doing stuff, they're not going to be as offended as much as maybe a college student or someone that has a cushy job, maybe doesn't have kids. You know, they have more time on their hands to get pissed off about something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's partly more time, but I, and I, a lot of it's just not facing the same amount of struggle daily. You know, the, maybe their, their plate load is probably more focused on academia. Um, like if you notice, if you notice, like there's a lot of comedians that will bitch about maybe other comedians and stuff. And it's, it's like, focus on your shit. You know what I mean? When I first got into comedy, I acted like the comedy police. I remember I bitched online about someone stealing jokes and I bitched about, you know, other stuff. And I'm just like, why am I wasting my time? I had to focus on me and what I'm doing. Fuck 
people, they're going to do crazy stuff. They're going to say crazy stuff you don't agree with. Whatever. You know what I mean? You know? Like, I'm just going to move forward. Yeah. Well, I just, I always try to stay in my fucking lane and just be, like, I try to be my most authentic self. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to like me. And there's going to be a lot of people that do like me. And that's okay. You know, and the people that don't like me, I'm not going to take it personal. And I'm sure if I got, you know, in a one-on-one with them, I'd probably find a lot of them are cool. And maybe some of them would, but for the most part, people are people. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, It's only been three and a half years. All right. So I'm almost at five years and I, I'm like, just getting, I'm, I'm just getting to the point where, I know people aren't, I'm not going to try to win over everyone. Like I know people that aren't going to like me, like I'm accepting that. So that's good. Like you're realizing that because that was something I had to like, I used to be all nervous before shows like everyone's got to like this joke and everyone's got to like this joke. And when you get to that mindset, you're going to do horrible on stage. You're You're not going to be able to write. You're not going to be able to think, just be you. People don't like you. Boohoo. You're going to have another show. Eventually you'll have a fan base. You know what I mean? But yeah. And then when I get stuff online, like I had people shitting on like one of the uh, a recent video I had that was getting likes and they just said some shitty stuff about my comedy too goofy was one of the things they said. And I'm just like, delete. I can't focus on that. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm still talking about it. You know what I mean? Wait, so you deleted the video? No, I deleted the comment. <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, you know what? Do what you have to do to stay sane. If that's what you got to do, fuck it. Uh, I got to keep the negativity out. If you don't, here's my thing, bro. Like there's stuff I don't like online that I watch. And I, I mean, maybe in the past I have, but now that I've been doing comedy, I don't write comments like this is stupid. I, I don't like this because I've gotten that and I don't fucking like it. You know right. what I mean? And so, and I get that, you know what I mean? So I try, if, if I don't like something, I keep it to myself or I tell a friend, I don't post it public, publicly, you know what I mean? Right. And that's right. some of the things that bothers me is I've even had comedians talk shit about me, but not to me. They'll do a post and they won't even use my name. They'll say, oh, this comedian, you know, he didn't use my pronouns. Oh. Me personally, that was actually one. Tell me, I'll love you. It was, uh Tell me, you know what I mean? Right. So like you, you weren't informed and then they were upset about the way you chose to describe or the words you used. I went up after them and they started the post really pretentiously. Like I never go first, but a comedian was running late on one of my seven shows. It's like, dude, how passive aggressive can you get? You're just saying well, stuff for attention. If you really want to change, you would message me privately and go, you know, this really hurt my feelings or like you should do this. I would actually listen to that. But when you stop a comedy show, when you do something publicly like like that, I feel like you just want the attention. You don't even give a fuck about the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like when it comes to me, my ego is much more tame and i'm not saying your ego is out of control or anything but i'm saying compared to like most (laughs) i'm saying compared to most comics like i i i i'm sensitive obviously i'm very i'm a very sensitive person on the inside but i mean 
outside of all that, I don't feel like people really give a fuck about me. And, and, and I don't mean that in a dark or sad way. Like, Oh, no one cares. It's so sad. No, I just don't think people fucking take their time out of their day to think, Oh fuck. What's Nick Michelson think about me? Or man, that Nick Michelson guy is awesome. Or man, he really sucks. I I'm sure there's a couple people on both sides of that, but I feel like everyone else is like, Oh yeah, he's yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. Whatever. You smoke, like, you smoke weed? Uh, uh, no, no. Okay. That's why. If you no, smoke, no, I, that's, you I don't, you paranoid. You paranoid. I don't smoke weed because it fucking, it makes me yeah. anxious yeah. and it fucks with my depression. I, what I do is I eat a little bit of edibles Oh, and that kind of mellows. It, it oh. does a little bit about what the smoking does, where it makes me focus on my problems, but it makes me focus on them in a calmer way where yeah, I can like kind it. of gradually look at them. But when I'm smoking it, it's like everything's at once. You know what I like about edibles? I call it the, I call it the healthy pill. It's like taking a little opiate. You know what I mean? But it's not going to kill you. You take a little uh, edible, like a little 30 milligram, it's like taking a couple Narcos. You know what I mean? I like taking them a little before bed. That way, before I fall asleep, I start to get some of the benefits of analyzing. Like, just some of the shitty behaviors I might have had this last week or this last month or things I need to work on or change. But I get it in such a mild, like, early dose, I can focus on it for a little bit, and then I go to sleep, and I have a good night. I just like it for... Why I just like THC is I like like kind of like what you're saying. You have a different mindset. Yeah, what what you did, you step back and look at stuff over the week. You may look at something that was kind of like upsetting or hurt your feelings and look at it in a funny way. Yeah, like it could maybe turn into a joke. You know, um, I I like it for that reason. It never really calms me down unless it's like straight indica, but uh. I'll take the paranoia and the other effects for the effect I'm looking for. You know what I mean? You got to make sacrifices in life sometimes. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I feel like I'm stoned all day, every day. <clears throat> like what I mean by that is like, Oh, you're, I remember you already feel that way. Well, like I remember as a kid, like before I first tried pot, right. The way my mind would work. And then after I tried pot, like the way my mind would like expand. Yeah. And then as I got older, my mind never like, I, one day I wasn't stoned, but my mind, the windows, like the windows of my mind never closed that day and they stayed open. And so now when I smoke, it's like the windows are already fucking open. Now we're just going to add a hurricane to this bitch. <laughs> you know, right. like my mind's already just like overstimulated all day, like all day, every day. My mind's pretty much overstimulated. So a little bit of edibles before bed helps me, you know, look at some of my behaviors try to be a better person and then, okay, I should do that. And then around the time I'd start to get nervous or whatever, I fall asleep and I feel fine. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this podcast wasn't really funny. Um, I don't know what you're going for. I feel like uh, we probably, you know what, let's do this. Uh, stop recording and then start recording. Let's do another hour. Let's do this right. Okay. All right. I'm stopping now. <laughs> And then we're starting now. Okay. All right. There we go. So, hey, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. This is Midnight in the Bay, episode 250, The Way I Wish I Was. And uh, we're here with Nick Mickelson. Michelson or Mickelson? Michelson. Yeah. 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 Good to see you. Thanks like for having me on. I like Mickelson better. That's fine. Call me Mickelson. That's okay. I'll be, I'll be your Huckleberry. Nick Mickelson actually sounds like a, like an actor's name. Michelson. Michelson, too. It's like a cool. Have you thought about acting? Uh, I mean, 
uh, I, I guess. I mean, not like being a movie star or nothing, but I, I, li- I like uh, writing and I like performing in my own sense. Well, I'm not telling you that you're going to be like a leading man, but no, I could be. I, <laughs> Hollywood's been calling me for fucking months now, and I just won't return their call because I know what they fucking want. They want blood, and they want they want my soul, and they Bro, can't have it. You're you could totally be like one of those guys that's like. Like you'll see a guy in movies you recognize from other movies that's just like a a henchman, like that, Ethan Serpley from um uh My Name Is Earl, the big fat brother. Like how he's in a bunch of like he's in some uh, Kevin Smith movies. He was in um he was with Edward Norton in American History X. He was in a bunch of other shit. Yeah, like that. Like, guy. like you're always like, oh him. Yeah. Is that is that like kind of like the same guy like from Friday? The guy with the weird eye, the big guy, big big there brother. You there you uh, go. Which I like that for referring to black people as brother or sister. I like that. It's just that. But uh, yeah, um, it's funny. White people, they refer to brother and sister as like people that they are related to. But um, I mean, not if you're like a part of like some kind of uh, Aryan brotherhood with that fucking haircut. You probably refer to everyone as brother and sister at the meetings. Well, I can't really. I I, I signed a not a lot to talk about. Non, it. I, I signed a non-disclosure agreement. Not an NDA. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, I cool. can't really talk much. Um, plus, the Grand Wizard would be pissed at me. You know yeah, I mean? no, you don't. You don't want to sell him out. Yeah, yeah. my dad. My dad. My dad. <laughs> so, I'll wear his robe one day. Conquer one day, conquer the world. Um, Dude, I'd, but, I would look good in a fucking bathrobe, but like a, no, 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 like a big smoking jacket, like a big robe, like a Hugh Hefner robe. Yeah, you know, Ronnie Dangerfield used to come on stage in a robe. Oh, fuck. Did he? Yeah. I like, think I, I, think I remember that. Towards the, towards the end. You know, there's a, <laughs> there's a video. I think I've seen a picture or clips of him like that. Yeah. Dude, there's a video on YouTube where he's like in his early 80s on stage in Las Vegas. And I think it's on YouTube and he's like, kind of like, I don't know if he's like really fucked up, but like the set's not going well and someone starts heckling him and he like snaps and like all the jokes come back and he goes into the guy with all these like jokes. You could tell he wrote a long time ago and he's like the Ronnie Dangerfield you knew, but that's, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Where you can just like be out of it like oh, and just like snap like, poof, you know? Yeah. Um, I've seen some other comedians like that. I'm not gonna lie. I've performed with some headliners that like to get messed up before their set, which I don't like to. I'll have a beer before my set, but if even if I have two beers, I'll start slurring my words. I already have. I already kind of have a lisp, so you know it, it could start to go. You know, yeah. um, the show we did recently. Oh my god! I I can't even believe I got home. I can't believe I even got home. I got a little cocky because I know Livermore PD a little bit. That show, you know, uh, Dave Coker's show. What was that? Was that like a magician? Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, what happened? You're on mute. What happened? You're on mute. You're on mute. M-U-T. Can you hear me? Yeah, you put yourself on mute. No, somebody started calling me and it muted me. Oh, I... So, the show we had at uh, Stockman's or whatever, you're talking about that? Yeah, and uh, remember how crazy it was where, like, the owners were like, oh, just grab whatever you want out of the, the, the caged beer room. Yeah. It looked, folks, it looked like a jail cell with just, like, a all beer 
it was refrigerated, but yeah, it looked like a fucking weird cell. And they just said, they were like, Oh, I trust you. Go back there. Just tell me what you take. And they kept sending me, but me and the two other comics, uh, they were like, yeah, give me this, give me that. Every time I went there, I came back with a drink for each of them and two for me. It was fun. That's the true drunk tank right there. Yeah. I like a bunch of beer and the cops were like, okay, we caught you drinking and driving. You have to stay here in the drunk tank, but, uh, you know, make yourself home. There's beer here. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like you're in the, you're not going to go anywhere. There's a bathroom right there. They should let you drink when you get arrested for well, like, you gave me an idea for a podcast. It's called the drunk tank. So a comic and another comic every week. It's a different, like it's a different guest comic. Right. And they have to drink until everyone blows like a point one zero or at least a point zero eight. Okay. They start the podcast. And then, you know, 20 minutes in, they got to take another drink to maintain that level. But the whole podcast, you got to be legally drunk. I like that. You can also call it like you can do a podcast where it's called Power Hour and you do a power hour. You know what that is? No. Okay. It's um, like a five hour power. No, it's taking a shot of beer every minute for an hour. Oh, you mean babysitting? What the fuck? That's stupid. What's babysitting? Babysitting like, dude, oh, I can drink, oh, like, I can drink 10 beers drink? an hour. Oh, oh. What are you no, doing? Dude, dude, you'd get messed up, dude. You think it doesn't sound crazy, but a shot of beer a minute for an hour. Yeah, think you, about you, it. Drink, you, you drink like a 12-pack. When you're drinking a beer, you're talking to people and all that. No, dude, no. I open a beer, it's gone within a two, three minutes. I take two, three-minute respite, and then I do another beer. I do that for like an hour, and I drink like 15 beers, and I'm good and crispy. Well, you would kill at this game. You probably have to do the Century Club, which is 120 minutes. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never did that one, but that used that game. I haven't played since high school, so maybe you're right. Like it probably. Well, okay. What's a, what's now a that shot? I'm alcohol, now that I'm an alcoholic. Hold on. A legal <laughs> shot. A legal shot is 1.5 ounces, right? And an average beer by American standards, with alcohol content averaging about five percent, high high fours at least is 12 ounces so if you're doing one shot that's one and a half let's do some math here one and a half three four and a half six so that's so that's like six shots five shots of beer that's like i don't know so six wait so like in six minutes is one beer god i am bad at math Holy shit. I don't even know. Folks, call in if uh, you know the answer. Email me, Alex. Uh, shit his pants. I started off, I sounded really intelligent. <laughs> then I started <laughs> adding. Can I tell you, when you started going, I was like, this is why I need to quit weed. <laughs> and then you can figure it out. I was like, I'm sticking with weed. <laughs> Dude, my brain is pickled. I've had like six beers before the call. Oh, my, you know, I had well, I've been drinking. I'm trying to watch the way, even though I love beer, but I've been doing squirt and vodka. Okay. So you, do you like tequila at all? Yeah. I know squirt and tequila is better, huh? Dude, you got to make a Paloma. What's that? It's just fucking squirt tequila. And then if you have a little bit of fresh grapefruit juice, you throw that in there with some tahini. But if you don't have grapefruit juice, literally squirt and tequila, you basically are right. You're basically at the doorstep of a Paloma. That's basically what it is. A Paloma. Yeah, and you just put some fucking tahini and maybe some a little, little wedge of lime on that bitch. It's good. It's now, good. if I if I order a Paloma in Mexico, will they know what I'm talking about? Or is that is this a white thing? 
Mm, no, I'm pretty sure they'd know. Yeah. Okay. I think like, uh, I think the more traditional Palomas, they serve them in like these clay mugs and the mugs are insulated. They don't sweat. They don't condensate. And then they keep everything really cold. So your ice doesn't melt. Well, let's just say they couldn't afford glass in other countries, you know? You're a piece of shit, Alex. <laughs> I go by POS, okay? <sighs> uh, POS, my middle name. No, I like the clay cups. They do that tea in some of those cups with a little straw. But no, I'm going to uh, Mexico in January. And I'm going to try to do comedy. Really? Like, Where at? I might get killed. I don't know. I, I'm going to Puerto Vallarta. I'm assuming, I've been there a couple times. They have a huge gay district, so I'm like, they gotta have comedy. Gay people love comedy. Mm, we're talking about fags. They really? like music. I don't know about comedy. Right, right. I don't think anybody really likes comedy. I'm starting to believe that, by the way. I've I don't to... think crowds that like comedy like comedy. I don't think comedians like comedy. I don't <laughs> think anyone really likes it. <laughs> I tried to run a couple shows, and I was like, Eesh. yeah, people don't like comedy at all. <laughs> I don't like me either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel it. I like, dude, for all the bombs I've had and bad sets and bad crowds, for just that one good show I have had, it's worth it. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny, I agree with you, but how sad is that, that we describe that as being worth it? Just that one memory to take with us forever out of everything we've sacrificed to, to do like, this? Like, not like marriage, you know what I mean? <sighs> There's a lot of cons, but some of the pros are pretty powerful. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like if you die, they have to like they get to pull the plug or not. Like if you get on life support. Well, that's scary because they'll be pulling it quickly. They'll be <laughs> the doctor won't even finish the sentence. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want that. <sighs> but uh, at least my name will continue. You know, Woody, which is uh, nickname for boner. You know. I thought it was a stupid name. Right. No, it is really stupid. I hate it. I wish I was named uh, Mickelson. You know? I, honestly, I think Nick Woody. That'd be kind of an interesting name. That's my son's name. Your son's name's Nick? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know, because Nick's a short name. So, like, having right. a, a two syllable name after it, that, that could work. Right. So his Mexican family, because he's half Mexican, half white, his Mexican family calls him Nico. Mm. We call him Nick. You know what I mean? Right. But I saw someone playing football college, and their name was Nix, which I liked. N-I-X. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Nix Woody would be cool. Maybe the next kid. But anyways, dude, that's been a fun podcast. It's been time already. It's been fun, buddy. But we didn't really talk much about anything. Or you. <laughs> no one found out anything about you, just that you're not 6'5". You're 6'2". I, you found out how to pronounce my last name. I'm not 6'5". Um, it's not nice to say the word fag, but don't spell it out to me like I'm a five-year-old, goddammit. Um, right, I don't think people should own other people. And um, if you have an Asian friend that's white and you didn't know he's Asian, you're dumb. Right. Well, I'll be killing myself uh, for the podcast. <laughs> um, actually, you know, it's, I think Gabe was on the podcast, and this is how dumb I am. I asked him, uh, what was Hitler's uh, first name? Jesus. Yeah, I know. My dad slapped me after that. He's like, how can you disgrace our white 
brotherhood. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> People ever say, you're racist. I'm like, no, I didn't even know his name was Adolf for a while. So like 34, dude. You know what, though? So like speaking of dictators of that time and war criminals, right? I know Hitler's first name. I don't know Mussolini's first name. And I don't know Stalin's first name. I just thought of that. Oh, and Mao, who's a different different thing, different time set. Kind of different in time, I think. I don't know Mao's first name either. I want to say Stalin's first name was Dan. <laughs> Dan Stalin. Daniel and I, Stalin. And I want to Danny. say Mao's first name was COVID-19. <laughs> and who was the other guy? Um, Mussolini. Mussolini uh, Alfredo. Fet- it was it was Fettuccine Mussolini Alfredo. <laughs> oh, see that's see that'd be my rap name. That's a dope <sighs> rap name. Fettuccine Mussolini Alfredo. Hey. Um, tell the folks where they can follow you and where your like upcoming shows are. Yeah, yeah, man. You can follow me on Instagram and and on Twitter at Michelson. That's uh, spelled M Y. K-E-L-S-E-N or just type in the actual spelling of my name. I'll, I'll pop up. Um, oh, I have a podcast uh, I just launched called Mouth of Madness. I am the host of that one. Uh, I don't know why I, I thought I had to tell you I'm the host. I just said I launched the podcast. Uh, this is stupid. Uh, you can find that on Anchor and on Spotify for now. You could have launched it and hired a slave to host it. Well, it wouldn't be hiring then. Um, but yeah, so you can find it on anchor. I knew you'd get that one eventually. Uh, it's on anchor and Spotify. Just look up mouth of madness. Um, it's mouth of madness, mouth of madness podcast, whatever. Um, is there anything else I need to say? Look all that good stuff up this week. Uh, let me look at my calendar. No, I had one on the 10th, but I had to cancel because I have something to handle for my, I had something with family this weekend. I got to look at my show schedule. I know I'm going to be in Sonora on the 24th. Um, Sonora, California. Anytime, anytime you have to do something that's like kind of boring or like dumb, I think like a cool way to like make it seem like it's not dumb or stupid is just say like I got to handle something. And when you say <laughs> you have to handle something, it's like like you're a badass dude. Like I got to handle something this weekend. Like what? Like what is that? Like. Make sure like money is buried like in a certain location. Like, what are you doing? You know. So I like that. That's cool. I'm gonna start using that. Anyways, keep going. Pressing matters that came up, and I gotta go handle it. That's it. Pressing matters. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on those platforms. Anchor yeah. and Spotify for Mouth of Madness, uh, which is a podcast. It's basically if you've ever listened to uh, Coast to Coast AM or anything like that. Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a spoof of a radio show, but, um, I do, I do a segment where I talk about like my week. And then I have another segment where I have usually a comedian, um, is a guest, but they, uh, they call into the radio show. Uh, first time listener, long time callers is what I call them. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's definitely, there's a theme. Um, I'm, I, it's kind of like taking uh, radio theater, and then taking an FM or a, an AM radio show spoof and then mixing that with an actual interview. It's, it's, it's like a lot of things. In one. Nice, it's, nice. it's weird. It's different. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to like it, but we're on episode two. It's new episodes every Sunday night at 10 PM. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'll be hopefully hitting some more shows soon. It's just school has been crazy, but um, yeah, check out the podcast, check me out. And uh, that's sick. Yeah. Go check out Nick. That's great. Instagram is. 
Michelson, Twitter's Michelson. They're both spelled at M-Y-K-E-L-S-E-N. And, you know, I just want to say something, too. Um, bravo to Zoom, because they've been blurring out the base of your mic, but they haven't been blurring out the tip. I just want to say that's very progressive. Yeah, right there. You know what I mean? Look at that. Showing them the tip. I love it. Um, check them out. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Tell new friends about this podcast because we're going to grow. Joe Rogan, I'm calling for you, dude. All right. There can only be one bald comedian with a podcast. All right. All right. Thanks, yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, dude. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. Keep waving. Keep waving. I'm still waving. Keep waving. Anyone else? Nipples hard? I'm gone. All right. <laughs> Guys, that's been the podcast. He could still hear me, but he can leave because I am going to do a sponsor shout out. This podcast is brought to you by MPC Podcast. It is the non-player character. Oh, my God. That is horrible. This is bad. Maybe I should have my wife make me drinks. No, go to Silver Tongue Audio. That is our sponsor. Go to silvertongueaudio.org, and you will see my podcast there, Midnight in the Bay. You will see uh, NPC Podcast, the non-player character podcast that I was just talking about. That's a great podcast, video game podcast. People are in the industry that are talking about video games, so it's like relevant and real. And they also talk about addiction, something we all know about, <laughs> some more than others. Hey, I'm sure your addiction is like Pokemon. Got to catch them all. So go check that out. And then check out Days in Disturb, which is a fun podcast about, uh, you know, dark subjects with a little light shine on them with the help of Mary Jane. I like it. It's fun. Check it out. This is White Wolf on the Beats. Glad he made the music. That's in the podcast. Thank you.